Hello! Don't forget that if you would like to be a guest on the podcast, want to have your music featured on an episode, or just want to keep updated about all our latest happenings, you can follow us on Twitter at MBB Podcast, Instagram and Facebook. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, and you can also listen to the show on SoundCloud or Spotify. And please, drink responsibly. Thank you. Fucking men behaving badly. Fuck's sake. Episode 63 of Men Behaving Badly, Gluten Tag. As always, I'm joined by Tom. Hello, everyone. And by Ashley. Hello. Both showing off some fantastic dance moves. Yeah, I'm just excited to be back. It's been a long time. Thanks. It's been a long time. <laughs> it has been uh, May, did we say? Was May, that I time think we so. Another six months. Another six months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty good at that. Keep, keep the fans wanting more. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we are back after a nice uh, nice little six, month, uh, six months off. And uh, we're going to we're gonna tackle a couple of different uh, beers um, on this one, just as a kind of wide variety. So we have, uh, we have Green's Gluten-Free Glorious Pilsner, which we're going to start off with. Um, I'll explain why we're having that as well. Um, we're gonna have we're gonna have a big boy here. We're gonna have the Evil Twin Brewing Even More Jesus Imperial Stout, twelve percent Imperial Stout. Big no, uh, I was gonna say it's a lot. It's a long time since we had a big boy on the uh, podcast, but we actually had Yellow Belly on the last two Yellow Bellies on the last one. Yeah, so, so it's quite a big episode yeah, that one, isn't it? Twelve percent. I can't remember the last time we. No, it's been a long time we since we had a old bike. Yeah. yeah, and then we're going to attempt something because it looks like. Uh, so we've just put a poll up about whether we should try this or not, and it's leaning currently towards yes. But a resounding yes with three votes, I can <laughs> see. So, <laughs> we have uh, we have the classic uh, delirium tremens, and it was uh, it was eight point five percent in two thousand and eleven yep. when it, when it was bought. Yeah, I mean, I purchased it in 2011. Exactly. Whether it's any older, well, yeah, I doubt. I doubt it's much older, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean. The expiry is twenty fourteen, I think, on that. Yeah, so oh, cool. we yeah, we're gonna see we're gonna see if that has actually aged well or really badly, and we'll just see if the people who are voting yes on this poll are just trying to kill make us. a sale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, what I what I realised we probably should have done, and this is always a classic with us. Bit of podcast admin, done, but yeah, a bit of podcast admin. We should have just got a, Fresh delirium tremens. Yes. To try next year. <clears throat> yes, we should. We yeah. should have. But, but it was on yeah. a whim, wasn't it? Tonight. We, yeah, we, we realised we had we, it in the in your cupboard. Yep. Yeah. And Ashley and um, we sort of threw tonight together as well. It's been a bit of a yeah. Yeah. It's been a bit ad hoc. Ad hoc. That's Even in our most term. in our days we recorded a lot, we threw it together. Yeah. Yeah, Two. We could have yeah planned one four weeks in advance and still yeah got to the day and, <laughs> and then planned it on the yeah. day. So, um, yeah, let's start with the uh, with the greens, the greens gluten-free glorious pills now. Um, and I'm going to turn this one over to Ashley to explain uh, where he got it from and uh, and why we're having it. Uh, thank you. Well, I got it from the, uh, from the free-from section of Sainsbury's, which uh, I, I'm now a frequent visitor to 
I'm going to open up my uh, open up my medical files here. <laughs> confidential information. It's over to over to Ashley's medical corner. Um, but it turns out, turns out, my body not a massive fan of gluten. Oh no! Not hugely surprising because my mum is celiac, um, so there was always a sort of predisposition to to developing. Um, celiac disorder or disease I don't know what it is um, I'm not officially official celiac because I've not had uh, I've not had the camera down my throat or a little bit of my duodenum taken for testing but you what sorry your what the duodenum yeah. the little chamber that's after your stomach oh they take a piece of that yeah. And, and do a biopsy. It really is medical cool. To prove <laughs> yeah. The doctor feels reasonably comfortable that it is uh, gluten intolerance because he said, um, we, we did the blood tests and a, a normal score um, on, on this would be somewhere between zero and six. You came in as 240. <laughs> <laughs> so we're fairly confident that you're gluten intolerant. Um so yeah, so it's it's just a case of you know I can I can have it. It's it's not life threatening. No, um, I, I can tolerate gluten despite being intolerant. Um, just get a bit gassy and a bit lethargic and a bit sort of run down afterwards, and you know increased risk of shit myself. <laughs> so it's sort of you know classic classic gluten response that started yeah. so brilliantly medical and then just and <laughs> really that's, that's, what the doctor, that's the way the doctor phrased it that's what the doctor said uh, Code Brown he called it so it's just you know I, I've not had this one before oh. it was really just a case of see what it's like yeah I don't see, even think see what's I've, going no, on no I think it's I good that you went to the gluten free section and yeah. seeing what they were specifically stocking there because um I guess on the the normal, well, I say normal shelves as if it's not normal. Thanks. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you don't. I don't know how many of the beers you get actually them, don't like. You, you do get, get them, get yeah, them, yeah. But, but how thing. like much it's shouted yeah. about on the can? Um, mm. We can I guess discuss that in a minute. But, the, but um, this was sort of the only non kind of macro. There was a lot of like San Miguel gluten free. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. And there was the the Brewdog punk gluten-free was there as well um but this is something i'd never heard of you know no um made in belgium apparently so for greens who are based in stockport, stockport. <laughs> <laughs> i mean it says it's the original gluten and, and wheat-free beer all right oh interesting there you go um, original and best cool let's give it give it a whirl give cheers okay, cheers boys welcome back cheers cheers it's uh, got a nice head on it it's as you've been, because I poured it as you were talking. Yeah, it's sort of it's retained it. Retained, isn't it? yeah, good retention. It's very pale, though. It's almost like a like a rattler. It is very in, pale. In look, very. It's got very a pale. bit of a um, a bit of a nose actually. What uh, what ABV is it coming in at? Four point five. Four point five, yeah. Um, a citrus nose, sorry. Citrusy. Uh, to me, it's a little bit. It's it. It's a little bit sort of. I don't want to say soapy. It's a little bit soapy. On the nose. Mm. You get citrus, okay, but it's, it's a little like, bit yeah. soapy. Other than that, it was just the washing up liquid. <laughs> 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 but no, I mean, it's doing, the, it's doing the lager job, isn't it? It's uh... it's light. Mm. It feels it's very light. light. Light in body. It's refreshing. It has got a, yeah. has got a Radler feel to it. It's, it's very... Mm. It is almost lemony. 
it's quite lemony, citrusy for a, for a um, I don't know for a lot. La- but it does, yeah, it does have uh, does it say on the bottle as well with the. Uh, yeah, in fairness, a classic Belgian pill is a light and refreshing with hoppy and citrus aromas and hints of vanilla. Oh, there you go. Um, but yeah, but it has got more of a. I think because it's quite a light body, it's got like that sort of. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if this was like a... I know it's only 4.5, we're talking low anyway. But I wouldn't be surprised if this was... It's what I might expect from a lower... Like, if it's a 2.5 or 2% Rattler sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but it's refreshing. It's nice. Yeah. Really refreshing. And there's... <clears throat> the, the tail end, there's there's almost the sort of slightest hint of funk. Like, the sort of... Just the, the suggestion tiniest little suggestion of that kind of belgian yeah. funky note no i agree yeah. with that yeah because i was trying to sort of figure what that out figure what that <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ it's only four Don't have any <laughs> figure what that was out um yes yeah. it's quite heavy actually it's, it's some it's not well you, you said it was light um earlier but i don't know there's, there's kind of a i don't know if it's heaviness or if it's just got, got quite a big body to it um, I think it's got a lot of for me the mouthfeel has got a lot of um, it's quite soft isn't it and it's um, there's a lot of flavours going well not a lot of flavours but there's strong flavours sort of yeah. going on maybe because I'm trying to pick up yeah, these strong flavours that's what's making me think yeah. no but I think it I think it does for me it it feels like it gets heavier as it goes on mm. I think the initial taste because it is be it's quite it. carbonated yeah. so for me that initial taste is sort of light and crisp and it, it's it does seem, I think, when you get into that little sort of Belgian note with a bit of, it's almost like, I think now you've said vanilla, it's like that kind of vanilla richness, almost sort of mm. creaminess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the yeah. Tail end. That's where it hits, yeah. yeah. I think that does that does give a perception of a, of a bigger be body. Yeah, because with it being our, it's yeah. our first beer of the night. Well, yeah. I presume you guys haven't had a no. beer before Couple the podcast or whatever. <laughs> so you're going to get that, like, feeling of, like, say, crisp, refreshing light to start with, carbonation, and then as you get into the beer... Yeah, I get that. Sort of yeah. feeling a bit more heavier. No, just a, as it was. Just a pumpy oasis for me. But I wonder. I um. I don't. Doesn't feel like it's any different to no. What well, no, a I couldn't. No, yeah. would be. Um, no, I don't. I don't. I, I, I'm not identifying. But again, we we don't have a a direct comparison. Exactly, and I don't know because they they say obviously that this is. You say this is like the original. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's water water hops yeast. Um, what they've got here is malted barley, gluten removed. Okay. So they've kept some of that barley in there. Obviously, hops yeast. You know, everything else is. Um, as as it were. Yes. You know, as it were. <clears throat> and funnily enough, I've I've just done a little bit of googling. Yes. And um, I was I was looking for sort of barley gluten removed to see what that what that means and one of the um the people also ask questions was um can celiacs have gluten removed beer and the uh, the answer is oh, no. the current consensus is that gluten removed beers are not yet safe for those with <laughs> <laughs> so we basically might as well not have but it bothered. says gluten free they can't say it's gluten free if it's but i suppose it's the same as like Alcohol free, but what they mean is 0.5 sure, or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's probably, you know, if you are properly, properly intolerant, then you can't. If you're just a sort of bit of a wimp, it gets a bit of a 
dicky tummy like me then you're probably all right yeah sound yeah so um yeah it's um I, I don't know. I'm not finding, I, I think, you know, some some of the answers online are talking about making gluten-free beers by using malts from naturally gluten-free cereals or, or pseudo-cereals. I'm not seeing something that's, that's sort of running me through the process of how do you get gluten-removed barley? Um, so I'd be interested to know more about, you know, the specifics of how do you get to that and that may well have been something that we should have you know checked in advance so we had a little bit of insight into <laughs> the beer and its creation yeah. but i think that the the net result is is something very drinkable i think it's something if you put it in front of someone blind they're not going to turn around and go this has got something missing this has got something wrong about no. it you know well, i don't think people are going to complain i think it's one of those things where there's probably loads of beers and i've got to come into this in a minute like a list for you in a minute. There's probably loads of beers that we've had before that we just never, I guess you've never had to consider whether something is gluten free. Yes. I guess you, it's always like that. When you suddenly have to remove something from your diet and then you're looking at the ingredients, yes. aren't you? Um, but also, it's not something that's always like shouted about that they are gluten free. Like, it might be on the back. Like, obviously, here it's front and centre, but you're getting it from that, yeah. from the gluten free aisle or whatever. Yeah. But um, we we'll just found a list of. The best gluten-free beers to try. Um, so Magic Rock Brewing Sorcery is gluten-free. I think I've had that. Purity Brewing Session IPA, which I think I've had, is gluten-free. Um, Greens is on here. Um, trying to see others that we might have had. Um, not others, I guess, bigger names, but you've got Chilton Brewer on there, Hamilton Brewery. Uh, Wildcraft, <coughs> Peroni. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh no, that's that's Peroni. Their actual gluten-free lager. No, yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah. Um, but some like quite big like yes. breweries on there that are, like are beers that I've definitely drunk more than yes. you know, and a lot. Not I think even... it's, it's the same as it's the same as like vegan-friendly ones, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. not something because we don't we don't live a vegan lifestyle. It's not something that we check. No. But there will be dozens of ones for ethical reasons or whatever that have chosen to be vegan friendly. Mm. And, you know, I, I don't think I've ever had a situation where I've spat something out, looked at the back of the can and gone, oh, there you go, that's why, because it's vegan friendly. It would yeah. be interesting to see, you know, is is the gluten doing something? If it's there, yeah. is it doing something in terms of mouthfeel or body? or? Yeah, because my understanding is that... Um... The use of uh, like barley and stuff like that is to support mouthfeel or a bit of colour and things like that. It's yeah. not having a great impact on maybe flavour as such yeah. or maybe some of the malt. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah for me. It doesn't feel like it's it's it's. I don't think it's lacking it's anything. Much. No, no. no. If I could just, uh, I, I've just pulled up like the uh, the story of the brewery as well for greens because this Lovely. is this is an exclusively like gluten free brewery. brewery. Yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll just read uh, a little bit of the story here. So, <clears throat> uh, in 1988, Derek Green had a problem. He had to avoid the gluten in barley and wheat, and at that time in the UK, indeed Europe, there was no gluten free beer available. A miserable life without beer lay ahead. 
There is more to the story. I'll just... <laughs> <laughs> Dramatic pause there. Uh, a natural entrepreneur, though, he travelled across Europe at the start of the century, getting brewery doors slammed in his face. The response was not good. Too complicated and why bother were common refrains. So began a long process of discussions, meetings, trials, false hopes and dead-end trails. Breweries did not want to know about production that did not exist and one that could not be quantified. But the breakthrough came in 2003 when he met an eminent Belgian professor, professor of brewing. That's easy to say, a Belgian professor of brewing, whom by coincidence had a daughter who also needed to avoid gluten. And there began a relationship with the mutual goal of brewing a beer made from alternative grains to barley, one that would be naturally gluten and wheat free. After numerous trials in May 2004, Greens launched the UK's first ever naturally gluten-free beer from alternative grains, named, not surprisingly, Discovery. Pretty quickly, once the awards started rolling in, the range of gluten-free beer expanded. They started to be exported to more and more countries eager to try this new range of beers. So, yeah, that's how it began. Nice. So when they actually say the original gluten and wheat-free beer, it's actually not bullshit. Yeah. It's actually sort of at least in the UK. I understand yeah. why they're breeding in Belgium now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, that's cool. That's really good. Um, I was... What was I going to say? Sorry. Uh, how's the rest of that gone down at the end? It's nice. I like it. You know, I think it's it's an easy drink. It's it's something that, you know, I now feel quite comfortable going back to. I think if I if I wasn't looking to be gluten-free, it's not one of those that I think, oh, it's so good. I'd yeah. rush back to it anyway. Yeah. But I think it's one of those, it's like, it's like, you know, when we've had alcohol-free ones and you think, actually, this is good enough, quite happily, smash through a few of these if I'm the designated driver or, or whatever. If I'm the designated celiac, then I'm, I'm quite happy <laughs> to, to, to have a few of these. And I think, you know, it's, it's something that you, you just think, I don't have to miss out as a result of yeah this this intolerance this thing that I, I can't control so no yeah, i think it's it's a great option to have i mean i i'm sort of the worst celiac in the world considering i still eat like toast and sandwiches i still run out and get a tesco meal deal with like the chicken triple <laughs> stuff like that which is like the worst option that i could get because it's yeah. the one with the most bread but um you know so I, it's not as though i'm sort of strictly completely gluten-free but this is a nice option to have, you know, if I if I just want to have guilt-free beer without the sense of, am I going to regret it later? So, um, but yeah, I, I'm happy. And I think, you know, price was was not unreasonable. It was it was pretty cheap for a for a bottle. I mean, they come individually. You don't get like a six-pack or anything, but um, something like 185 That's for right, a bottle yeah. or something. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's not a super expensive deal. And, and it's a decent beer. I like it. You know, there's a good range as well. The greens have a very good range of all different sort of styles um, of beer. Um, so, yeah, if uh, if we obviously I'm quite liking this to be honest. And uh, yeah, if I see some more more greens out there, they've, they've got a wide range. So I'm be uh, be happy to uh, jump on that. I think. Nice, yeah, sure. Wicked. Awesome. Just uh, just going to slide in here with a quick poll update. This is alive as we're recording. Oh, yes. Ooh. We're now got it to 10 votes. 10 votes? Wow. Uh, which is, you know, Don't all you our listeners. Bed, just That's a... big <laughs> uh, And 
we got uh, 80-20 split for yes. Fucking hell. Oh, God, has anyone actually commented or are they just... No, no one's commented. Oh, just like, Lord. Just, just going... Just, just laughing. So there's, there's, two, <laughs> there's two people who care about us, so well, thank yeah. you if you said no. <laughs> um, so we might. I mean, it's only 27 minutes left on it, so we might get... Get there. Yeah, might, um, might get an influx of no's. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> then we're fucked, aren't we? Just end the podcast. Yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, um, I, think, I think now might be a good time to start just kind of talking about the last few months or so um, in terms of in terms of what we've uh, what we've been drinking. Um, why don't you get us started, Tom? You seem to be you seem to be pointing at uh, you pointing at the beer by any chance. I just wondered if we wanted to have the beer while we talk about. Travails. Yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah, we can start to have it because this is this is going to take a while to get down. That I think. My so, yes. Yeah. So yeah, let's uh, let's crack open the evil twin. I'll brewing. silently piss about with this and then yes, you can crack on. Evil twin brewing, even more Jesus Imperial Stout, twelve percent. It's gonna be fun. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I've had a, uh, a big lad like it's this. It's been a while since yeah, I've had a yeah. Me too. Yeah. Big boozy boy. Although I did have I did have a. Few big ones on my uh, on my holiday, I think. So why don't I crack? Please uh, tell crack us more. On with it. Yeah, please do. Well, I mean, obviously, since the last time we've uh, we got together, I think I've been on like three holidays. <laughs> so, um, but I shall <clears throat> talk about the most recent one where I've been to. So, a couple of weeks ago now, uh, headed off to Philadelphia uh, for three days. Um, I'll start start by talking about Philadelphia. Um, lovely city. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you said. I'm going to quietly. Just, uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, no, Philadelphia, lovely city. I think three days was enough. Okay. I don't, yeah, I think that was more than enough to. You can pour, Tom. Don't. No, worry. I was. I was. I was listening to you. And then can, I, can I went to sort both? of tip. I was going to tip sort of. Oh, I can't describe it. <laughs> I'll just, just fucking get on with it. Okay. Yes. So um, yeah, no, as I say, beautiful city, um, Philadelphia. Um, did all the. Did all the usual bits, and by the usual bits, I mean I, I did the rocky steps. Yep. Because I wasn't going to do it, and then stupidly I uh, I messaged you, uh, Ashley, uh, saying where I was, and of course you said, absolutely, want absolutely, you to do, do yes. it and film it, absolutely do it and film it, because you know, you're you're not what I would call athletic. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm not what you, anybody would call. Seeing athletic. you do athletic things is a tremendous joy for me. So, you know, an opportunity to see you do an iconic athletic thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, it is. That's the one. I did it. And then all I got was people moaning that I didn't do the arms at the end. And to be fair, there's two reasons I didn't do the arms at the end. One, I was fucking knackered. Yeah. And uh, two, there was a bloke staring at me oh. like, when I got up there. And it was just like, if I do this now, he's just going to tut and yeah. make yes. me feel really bad yeah, about yeah, it. So yeah. I just gave oh. a gentle thumbs up at the end of it. Thumbs um, <laughs> Just about Gentle see, just about up. see on the recording. Kathy at the bottom of the uh, the steps. I will obviously uh, share the recording on the uh, yeah, the group yeah, yeah. on the uh, yeah. sister account. Yeah. Hey, it's nothing special. I just jog up some steps, <laughs> but um, not as any steps, Mark. Come on, these steps. I jog up these steps yeah, to jog. If, if you can sort of picture it in the film, and he's like racing up those steps after punching that beef. And whatever else he does in that montage, he like sprints up there. It takes about four seconds, significantly longer for Mark to get up I there. I nearly got through the whole of the Rocky theme. No, <laughs> 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 
nearly had to repeat that <laughs> just to get up there. Um, yeah, you didn't see all the beef I was punching before I went over there. <laughs> so you didn't get on camera. Oh, yeah. That's so strong, didn't I? <laughs> I didn't even think about that sounding remotely Oh, wrong. my God. Oh, Move on. Anyway, um, but uh, what, Phil- what Philadelphia also had uh, was some fantastic bars. And uh, and restaurants as well. Um, so I had some magnificent food while I was over there. Like obviously the big thing is the cheese steak, cheese steak. Um, yep. in Philadelphia. And I had a, I had one that I'd safe to say nearly brought me to tears. It was so good. Aww. It was just just an absolutely wonderful, wonderful uh, thing. I didn't go to either Pat's or Gino's in the end. Either, yep. So it's just like the two big two big cheesesteak places you have to go to. We didn't we didn't go, we'd go to either of those. Yep. Um, no. Um, is it one of those situations where it's like they both claim to have invented it I think one holds a rightful claim to it but then I think the other came and was a little bit more popular I, I can't remember the full story yeah. of it but um, yeah it's just these these are the two big ones but um, yeah no we had our we had our cheesesteaks elsewhere and they they were still absolutely fantastic right. so nice. yeah just just absolutely brilliant um, so on the first night that we went there um I had uh, heard about this place called Doobies, um, which was supposed to be this little dive bar in uh, not too far from where we were staying. Uh, it was only about fifteen minute walk, I think, from where we were staying. Um, and we went in there, and uh, obviously we're not baseball fans, me or Kathy, and uh, so we were surprised to see that it was absolutely rammed with uh, Phillies fans. Not realising it's World Series week. And the Phillies oh, were in the World yeah, Series yeah. and it was game one of oh, the World wow. Series. So it was literally just wall-to-wall Phillies fans yeah. while we uh, sat. I tell you what, I've, I've given baseball a hard time um, over the years. It's not one of those sports that I thought I would actually enjoy. Uh, yeah, I actually kind of got into it. And I think it, possibly because I had the fans around me as well who were... Who were really into it. It's, it's just kind of like stretched out cricket. It is, yeah. Isn't it? In yeah, yeah. I would. I, I do wonder whether I'd like baseball, but I think you might. I've just, always been yeah. told, like, cause I've known, I've known people who've been to the games, and they've just said it's so long. long. Yeah, but then I'm used to sitting watching Test cricket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, it's quite actually. It's quite a good quote from uh, Robin Williams said that uh, cricket is uh, baseball on Valium. <laughs> <laughs> Quite yeah, Base, yeah. Um, right. But yeah, no, I'd, I'd like to. Um, I think actually, there's some baseball. But like what they've done with the NFL, I think there's some. Yeah, I think there's games some over coming over. Now. Yeah, I yeah. don't know if they're actual league games, but um, yeah, they're, they're bringing some. Yeah, some so, baseball over. Cool. Yeah, no. So it, it was a good atmosphere in there. But um, what struck me about this being like just like a regular old dive bar is the fact that they had such a really good beer selection on as well. Like proper proper good craft stuff. So I had a I had a few in there um, that were nice. I had a uh, Voodoo Ranger IPA from New Belgium Brewing Company, which was really nice. I quite enjoyed that. Um, I had a Pilsner. I had to have a Pilsner from Philadelphia Brewing Company. I of course, that was, of course, that, that had to happen. That was the Kensinger uh, one. I think, if I remember correctly, I think the Voodoo Ranger. Yeah. So I I didn't look at the percentages before I got that. So <laughs> I started on a seven percent IPA. <laughs> um, the the woman behind the bar slightly intimidated me so I was just a little bit like <laughs> she, she was one of these like proper dive bar bartenders like just 
shouting at the TV as well, just like, come on, Phyllis! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was lovely, but um, yeah, quite, quite the intimidating presence. Um, <laughs> but then I had a five-star beer <gasps> in Doobies. My goodness me. And I had it from a legendary brewery. Anyone want to hazard a guess which legendary brewery? I had this five-star beer from. It's got to be Carlsberg, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be. Legendary American-based. Was it? Was it? Um, well, cause I know. I know you had this beer, but I don't know where you had it. Was it Russian River? No. Oh, it wasn't. No. Okay. Um, they've got. They've got one beer in particular that's very big. That's over here as well, and it's very famous. Sierra Nevada? Sierra Nevada, mm. indeed. I had their liquid hoppiness juicy IPA oh. and it was absolutely stunning. I bet it was. Yes, yes. I bet it, it was. was just, after I'd had those first two beers as well, and I was like, right, I'm, I'm ready to hit the Sierra Nevada now. I need to, I need to see, what, uh, see what they've got in terms of outside, of outside of the usual that we've already had. Yeah, so, yeah. And uh, yeah, this just hit every... It was a juice bomb. It was a full-on juice bomb. It was absolutely brilliant. What was the IPA? No, the IPA. The AEBV of that. So that was 7% as well. So that was, a, that was another big... big. Uh, Did big it feel like a 7% beer? It felt... It was a big beer. Like, yeah. As I say, it was, it was a proper juice bomb. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I would say... I don't think it felt anything over that, but it, 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 you could tell it was so quite it was a big... A bit, a bit, a little bit easy, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah certainly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that was Doobies, and uh, that was... Uh, yeah, that was absolutely fantastic. Um, I got recommended by, uh, by our good friend Martin um, of a couple of places in Philadelphia, and one of those uh, we went to uh, was the Monk's Cafe, um, which was this Belgian... Uh, kind of Belgian-inspired uh, cafe... Beer, uh, bar place yeah basically um, hard to describe um, and I got in there I had a look at the board and on Martin's recommendation he said don't do anything else Pliny the Elder's on there oh. on tap so get yourself a Pliny the Elder and that was my second five star beer of <laughs> can I can, I'm just going to throw something controversial in here go on to me it's Pliny is it Pliny or is it Pliny I've always Pliny. said Pliny, but oh, okay. it could be Pliny. No, no, maybe, maybe I think it's one of those debates, right. isn't it? It's... I, I don't think it's necessarily a debate. Yeah. One of them is right and one of them is wrong. <laughs> I don't well, know where I've got Pliny. There's only one in. That's why I thought it might be Pliny, but I could have sworn I said people say Pliny. But Someone let us know. Either. Someone will definitely let us know. Someone will definitely let us know. Yes, Russian River Brewing Company. Five star again. Amazing. I messaged Martin just afterwards saying, I think this is the best beer I've ever had. And I think he said something along the lines of, there's no think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, I think it's amazing how just the beer can... It just... As far as I've read... I mean, I've not looked at um, like Untapped, like people are checking out Untapped and stuff, but like it's just a beer that just meets everyone's expectations and more. Anyone have known had it. Because you hear so much about it, don't yeah. you? Because even when we started this podcast... What five? Yeah, five years ago. And obviously, yeah. it's an older beer than that. But like, as soon as we got into it, we heard about this beer. It's the most fucking amazing thing, and it yeah. still is now. For something like that to hold up. I mean, and, it's, um, it's a double IPA. It's like a method that, yeah. for people, isn't it, to have that? It's a, um, it's a double IPA. It's amazing how it just it yeah. continues to blow everyone's minds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just absolutely unbelievable. And like, yeah, the hype was, 
you know, there's is a massive load of hype behind this. Not just from Martin, um, but no, uh, yeah. Martin's hype alone was enough to, yeah, make me think, yeah, I've absolutely got to have this. There's no way I'm going to have anything else first. Got to have this. It just blew me away. The flavours, texture, just every little part of it. Like, didn't taste anywhere near 8%. That one definitely didn't taste anywhere near 8%. Arizona Draft? 8%, yes, yeah. Fucking hell. Wow. Just... Just have the one? Do you have more? Uh, I just had the one, yeah, because I wanted to try some of the other yeah, stuff. Of course, but yeah. my, my god, just absolutely uh, unbelievable bit. Nice. Yeah. Yes. yes. Um, and I had a couple of other stuff. I mean, it's not often that you get to follow that with an Allagash White as well. Oh, <laughs> man. Um, but Allagash White is one of those ones that I had when I went to New York three years ago. Oh, and okay. I didn't really like know about the hype behind Allagash. Yeah, again, thought, another... yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a good beer. Yeah, yeah. Not too bad. And again, yeah, I had it and I thought, yeah, yeah, this isn't isn't too bad. You know, it's a wheat beer and it's, uh, yeah, it ticks all but it's, it's another one of those big hyped beers. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it was absolutely fine. I think it probably suffered from being behind potentially yeah, the best beer I've ever had. Most, most beers are, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> you like follow exactly. on with lining. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, and the, I mean, the other one I had from there was uh, was a Belgian IBA, Um I'm going to butcher this. Hublon Schuf. I think you've done all right. Sounded yeah. good to me. Right. Yeah. Sounded great. From Brasserie de Achouf. Doing well. <laughs> yeah. Doing well. Yeah. Spot on, really. Um, so that that was a 9% beer as well. So I had some, I had some big boys in the... Are you uh, in okay the in this evening, Mark? Yeah. <laughs> How are you the next morning? Yeah, absolutely fine. Yeah, no, absolutely fine. Because, um, uh, yeah, so that was, that was kind of the Saturday. That was our... <clears throat> one big full day where we had no real plans so we just walked, sort of went around Philadelphia and uh, checked the city out and it was absolutely yeah absolutely nice. fantastic and yeah that obviously boosted the day somewhat mm. um, and then the next day <clears throat> we didn't really go anywhere um, we went we went to another place where I had the amazing cheesesteak the next day but the next day was when I went to see the NFL game now we went to go over that was the, what the whole holiday was based around yeah. It's NFL game between the Philadelphia Eagles and my Pittsburgh Steelers, who were handily beaten by the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> of course, yeah, Tom is a, Tom is somewhat of an Eagles fan. Somewhat. You started supporting them after they won the Super Bowl, I believe. <laughs> yeah. 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 So only because um, Becky got me the hat. Can I just I just want to put that in there? Yeah. Well, I'm not just a glory supporter. I just happened to get the hat the same year they won the Super Bowl. No, you're not just a glory supporter. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, he also supports Middlesbrough, so there's no... Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, that's that's yeah, massively <laughs> exactly. But that was an amazing atmosphere. If you can get... If you're in America, even if you don't like American football, go to a game. The atmosphere is just unbelievable. Yeah, I bet. Like, I was scared shitless by the fireworks <laughs> like, before the game had even started. They tested the fireworks and they didn't tell anybody. And uh, so, yeah, it was just a bit like, whoa, Jesus Christ. Because you've, you've been to the London games. I've been to four London games. Before, yeah. so there's sort of a noticeable difference between... Because obviously the London games is like fans of all 32 teams all sort of milling about. Yeah, and there's still so, somewhat of a British politeness about yeah. it as well, which you do not get when you go to a Philadelphia no, Eagles game. No, Although a lot of them were sidetracked by the fact that obviously the Phillies were in the World Series. We had a guy two seats away from us who literally said... This game is probably the game I least care about in my Eagles <laughs> Eagles <laughs> fandom history because I just want the Phillies to win the yeah. World Series. Yeah, he was like, I would take the Steelers winning this if it meant the Phillies winning the World Series. So we got neither of those wishes because yeah, <laughs> the Eagles beat us and the Astros beat the Phillies. So uh, yeah, he was. Probably... What was the uh, what was the beer like there? 
Uh, $13, so I don't think I had one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was absolutely insanely priced. Um, I don't think they've, I don't think it was, I can't even remember what it was. Oh, it was um, Miller, yeah. It was a, a lot of Miller Lite uh, yeah. kicking about. I did have one, sorry, I did have one, but that was only a $10 one. Still, $10 for yes. a Miller Lite. So yeah. Um, I had a really nice hot dog there, though, that was only, like, $6. I was like, why is this, like, fairly reasonably priced? <laughs> but your beer is... Ex- oh, uh. But I think it's because, like, when you watch American movies, I know, I know it's not a real representation, but you see, like, stu- like frat parties and stuff like yeah. that, and someone has, like, two cause lights, and they're absolutely fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. why they do it. It's, like, a really responsible thing that the stadium is doing, because they think, look, if anyone has more than two of these Miller lights, you're going to be absolutely <laughs> on your butt. Yeah. And Mark's rocking up going, I had, like, seven 9% beers yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about me. I went to Monk's Cafe. <laughs> Come on, guys. And I'm here today. None of you would have fucking made it. No. Fucking tailgate. Yeah. Imagine you rocking up to a tailgate with Pliny the Elder. <laughs> <laughs> Pass out. Um, um, yeah, so that that was my kind of overall Philadelphia drinking experience. Philadelphia, love this city. I think three, as I say, three days. I think was enough. I think you can do everything you need to really in Philly in in three days. So before but, we jump to part two, yeah, I was going to say that was about to say as well. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. So we've got oh, the cheers. Even cheers. more Jesus. Cheers, guys. Even, even more Jesus. Even more Jesus. Twelve percent. I can't smell it. Hero Jesus. <laughs> I smells it. Like that, that's boy. why they call it even more Jesus because when, when you smell it you say even more I'm getting like Jesus there's like a like a dark berry yes like dark yeah that fruit. was the first thing yeah dark fruit a little bit of coffee ooh got anything on like there's something kind of not vanilla kind of vanilla in the nose as well oh, that's boozy as fuck <laughs> it's almost like it's like I'm having a self beer for the first time <laughs> 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 it's been so long. It's it's, it's wow, yeah. Is, it's yeah. kind of like it's it's sort of rum and coke. Yes, kind of vibes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a really proper sort of spirity rum is a great shout. It's like a yeah. spirity, yeah, spirity warmth for sure. But so, there's still like a richness in the, in the body and almost like a creaminess in the in the body. Mm. So I, I don't know whether there's sort there's of a, a vanilla slightly note lighter body than I was expecting off, uh, after. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll just read what it says on the can here. So, a few times in the history of craft beer, it has happened that a highly praised beer rises beyond mortal stardom into a higher godly league. Nice modest stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, usually the recipe to make such heavenly drops is thick, fudge-like body, pitch black colour, amazingly overwhelming aromas of chocolate, coffee, dark fruits and muscovado sugar. Obviously, only made in limited amounts, and most crucial of all, it must taste rare. Mm. Muscovado sugar, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, the dark berries are definitely sort of, and that's kind of what I'm getting, kind of just clinging on. Yeah. A bit is that, like, that's what's wanting me to take back to that is that sort of dark berry, that chocolate, you know, the. um, Yeah. You know, like a. It's not a. um, Exactly like it, but like a. Uh, what's it called what's that cake uh, the, um, Black Forest Black Gatto. Forest Gatto. Gatto, yeah. it's not quite like that but that sort of like chocolate and fruit yes. sort yeah. of like um, that red fruit kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. You, you absolutely get that um, in this there's I think, a bit yeah. of that that sort of is, is kind of in my aftertaste anyway yeah for sure and it's um, I, I think you're right it does it, it does promote that feeling of, of wanting to go back um, 
because I, I think the thing that puts me off is that really intense bitter aftertaste. Yeah. And because this hasn't got that, it's got that sort of subtly sweet, fruity, whether that's a combination of the dark fruits and the, and the muscovado. I will, say, I will say, when you hold that, it feels like you've got a slice of chocolate cake in your mouth. Yeah. Like, it just, yeah. just fully feels like you've got that in your mouth. It's delicious. It's it, delicious. Yeah. It's absolutely lovely. I think it, you know, that, that initial hit of, that's boozy, has gone for me. I think even within a couple of sips, I'm sort of beyond that, I'm beyond the strength of it, sort of yeah. beyond the busyness of it. And, and it, it is getting more and more flavorful mm. rather than that sort of initial hit of yeah, yeah. Jesus. A bit of a, not a burn but like a like a, yeah it's a shock yeah yeah it's... i think it's, yeah part like it's a part because i've not had one had a bit like this for quite, it's quite been a while, while since we've had a big 12 percent the yeah. first the first sip immediately gave me that uh beer o'clock show <laughs> brew yeah. 25 percent five flashbacks straight away to that because it was just such a thick uh, thick start to it and like so like as you say it's been a while since we've had one so mm. but um, yeah no that's absolutely lovely isn't it yeah and it it's going to be interesting you know as as you go through part two of your journey you know they're, they're going to sort of subtly warm in, in the glass and it'll be mm. interesting to see do we get more of that, that dark fruit coming out as it as it warms in the glass it's not particularly cold now because it's just been it's been in your bag which is yeah. outside but you know it's <laughs> It's not. It's not sort of fridge cold or anything like that. But as it gets to kind of, you know, proper room temperature or even sort of body temperature, it'd be interesting to see how it changes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, let's uh, let's grab that train um, that we did on on Monday, grab from Philadelphia, and head our way up towards New Jersey. Oh. Oh. Where we uh, where we stayed, which of course is right next to New York City, Manhattan. Um, so yeah, we did the same thing we did three years ago. We stayed in, New- in uh, Jersey City. <clears throat> then... Three years ago, that that long, Jesus. Sorry, ago. yeah, um, and uh, yeah, and then just uh, trained our way over to uh, to New York City. Our uh, our little tickets still work. Like our little path uh, card thing still worked, which is cool. We just had to nice. top it up, and yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, we got there on Halloween. Uh, which the Americans fucking love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know they, uh, they practically invented it, didn't they? So, um, so yeah, it was. We went to the New York Halloween Parade in Manhattan, nice. which was uh, which was really cool. Um, took took ages for it to start. It was supposed to start at seven. I don't think we saw anybody till like eight o'clock. It was ridiculous. Like, just took ages for anybody to come down. But once it did, like, there were some absolutely brilliant costumes and like designs and floats and stuff it was mm. it was really cool that's cool um <clears throat> after a while it felt like it sort of turned a bit commercially <laughs> like <laughs> when when the monster float turned out was like the energy drink oh, right, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it was just like okay they're, ju- they're just bringing out fit women and <laughs> and uh, and yeah just throwing monster about i think so yeah yeah after a while, yeah, it kind of, kind of got a bit to the point where like, yeah, we've probably seen all the good bits of the of the parade now. But yeah, no, it, it was it was fantastic. Um, so yeah, we didn't do obviously that was a travel day, so we didn't do a lot of there. So uh, the next day, uh, we checked out uh, a place that we had checked out previously. Um, 
which in Jersey City, which is called Barcade, which was the uh, bar slash arcade. Um, so yeah, all these arcades, oh, nice. <clears throat> arcade machines kicking about and uh, big, uh, I think it's like 20 tech uh, draft, which is uh, yeah, really good, really good selection. Um, I do remember having a strawberry lager that I didn't actually uh, put on here that I really enjoyed. Um, just as I felt like I needed something, we'd been travelling a lot that day, and I just thought strawberry lager sounds ideal for me, just to quench a bit of thirst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just get a get a bit of yep. uh, get a bit of fruit in there. But after that, I had another one from Allagash. Um, I had the uh, Haunted House, six point six six percent. Nice. Uh, dark ale, which was very nice. Yeah, really very <coughs> nice. Um, trying to think. Uh, yeah, very big coffee uh, taste to that. No, exceptionally so. It like, actually made me think. Oh, gee, yeah, that's that's quite a lot in there. But um, yeah, that was re- that was really nice. Um, and then we went out into Manhattan, and I got to go to, and I'm very happy to to go to this place because in 2019 we went to the Brooklyn Tap Room of this uh, of oh. this particular brewery. And they recently opened up their Manhattan one, which is right next to the fucking Rockefeller Center, like literally <laughs> uh, NBC Studios right there. And then just just here in an absolutely incredible prime location is the other half. Oh, sweet. Tap room. And uh, I was very excited about it. Really nice little area as well, like a little uh, tap room that they had. Um, you could tell it was kind of like, Pretty pretty new looking yep. still, and uh, yeah, it's it just uh, it's absolutely lovely to be in. And uh, so obviously, I tried a tried a couple of ha- uh, other half uh, beers there. Um, I'll go through uh, three on here. So uh, I had the uh, double dry hopped, ain't nothing nice American IPA, uh, which was six point two percent. It says ain't nothing nice, but I thought it was nice. I thought it was very nice. Um, I had uh, I had my first uh, real stout of the uh, of the holiday, the Nobel's Milk Stout, six percent, which is lovely. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it took me that long to have a, have a proper, no, me neither. Proper stout on the holiday, but I t- I'll tell you why mm. I didn't have because it was unseasonably warm. Over yeah, there. it was like early in the low twenties Celsius. Yeah. just absolutely Crazy. insane. Yeah, I got sunburned in October in Philadelphia. <laughs> it's like, how the fuck did that happen? It's ridiculous. Um, uh, and the other really nice one I had was Florets, uh, which was a uh, 6.6% uh, American IPA uh, as well. All other half, obviously. Um, but the one that I've, uh, the one I've uh, left out <coughs> that I had, um, if anybody remembers at Indie Man, I had one particular five-star beer. Uh, which was the uh, double dry hopped Myla bags uh, from Other Half, which is where I discovered Other Half and then decided, oh, well, I definitely want to go to the Brooklyn yeah. Tap Room. And lo and behold, Myla bags was there yes. on the tap. For Get in. Still an unbelievable beer. Still Good. rating it a five star. Nice. Still absolutely fantastic. I, I even showed the guy my. Uh, I've still got the screenshot of my little indie man card mm. with all the uh, all the beer ratings. So said so the guy behind the bar. I was like, "Yeah, this is uh, this is what I had while I was there." Um, he, he, he was uh, he, we obviously had the Omnipolo, didn't I? The the books and Omnipolo thing. He was very excited about that. But um, yeah, my my bag still absolutely sensational. Nice, sensational beer. Did either of you have? 
No. Neither, neither of you were with me when uh, when I went to get that either. Oh, like, you were probably on your whiskey beer at that point. Oh my god, I still. Oh. I've been on the hunt for sours, presumably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Interesting to go back and review those uh, little cards. I don't know if you've still got yours. I don't right. think I have, to be honest. I don't think so. No. I've got all the, well, I've got all the glasses that I stole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have one more. Um, oh, no, sorry. Yeah, so um, the next day we went over to a place called the Grand, the Grand Delancey, um, which is on Delancey Street. And... Uh, they had this. This was like it was a bar at the end of this big sort of market area, but it was just like this big grand bar that they had at the end. Um, hence the name, I guess. Um, and that had a ridiculous amount of taps on it. It was an absolutely insane amount. So obviously, I had another other half <laughs> beer <laughs> to start off with when I was there. Um, guy behind the bar was it was great. Um, he just. He'd just come back from London, I think, and so we were talking about London a little bit, and he was a Steelers fan as well, so we talked about how shit the season's been. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, yeah, I had the double dry hop, all citra everything um, while I was there. Another big juice. But I think I said, I can't remember if I said it on Twitter, um, but I, I said that this was a beer that was up your guys' alley. Yeah. 100 yeah, percent this was yeah this was tom and ashley all over 8.5 percent big big beer but i thought yeah these two would be absolutely all over this well we'll just have to go we'll just have to go just have to go head out to new york tomorrow, we'll set up a patreon <laughs> get all the <laughs> get all the support i thought you were going to say set up an only only fans <laughs> i mean someone would be interested <clears throat> but um one of the one of the interesting things was we were talking about some of the more uh, New England styles, and uh, we were kind of getting onto the subject of the breweries out, out that way as well, and so I decided because I had a kind of vague memory of uh, watching the um, Craft Beer Channel documentary mm. about it, and obviously you, Tom, were going to head out as well before COVID, uh, COVID hit. Not to rub it in. Right? But, uh... Yeah, yeah. Every, every time you, when you talk about these places, it's like oh, I could have come across places. <laughs> like this or just as good yeah. in, well the, these yeah. these two breweries next in particular were like two of these breweries that i'd heard about through through the craft beer channel um so i had to have like these two uh two big uh ipas one of them was dead flowers by foam brewers which was a new zealand hot ipa oh, nice. which was sensational that was that was really nice um and then i had the bissell brothers brewing company oh, cool. uh a beer called the substance which was just a a New England IPA. I think that was quite a big. Uh, well, no, that was sorry. That one was six point six. So, um, I don't look think at this guy. Just a little six. Oh, point sorry, six. a little six point six. I don't. Th- at, at this point, point a little like, chaser. Uh, just, just a little six point six chaser. Yeah, yeah. At this point, I don't remember if I even had anything under five percent when I was out there. It was just such massive. Do you just find that that was just a it felt like general that, theme? Yeah, of they most didn't really feel like. Beers. I think we were going to places that, in particular, were doing these big beers. So yeah. I think that. That sort of helped, but yeah, I, I I sort of found that there weren't really a massive amount of uh, of beers under five percent, mm. um, particularly craft wise. So yeah, just sort of accidentally fell into that sort of, sort of habit. That's probably why I was pissed every night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, like do it. Yeah. Um. So there, yeah, there was just a couple other places that I kind of want. Uh, well, sorry, there was one place in particular that I want to kind of talk about because kind of middle of the week. 
kind of calming ourselves down a little bit in terms of drinking. You know, didn't want to go too overboard with it. I think I think I possibly had one on the uh, Wednesday. I can't remember, but I didn't log it. But uh, one place that we went to to kind of cap off the the holiday had to go back to one of my favourite places when I went in 2019, which is Carmen Street Beers, which is just this uh, absolutely wonderful, wonderful little uh, little tap room. Uh, yeah, tap room. Um, just shelves loaded, loaded with beers. I remember last time I went, they had a yellow belly on, ah, the, uh, nice. on the top of the on the uh, top shelf. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. But um, yeah, so I decided, yeah, we we got to have some beers, beers here. Um, and obviously, I started with uh, Other Half Brewing Company because <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, I had another one in there, Wave Crashing, a new their uh, New England IPA. Um, 6.3 percent a really nice one um this is where i was supposed to bring back uh some some beers and i drank too much and <laughs> forgot forgot to pick them up well which one did i say it was it the alchemist i was gonna bring back or i was think it? it was yeah yeah that means yeah. bell you're saying that yeah they, they had an offer for it and i was like oh, i'm gonna get that and then yeah never ended up getting it because i just got too <laughs> too drunk um well you know we're disappointed but when you when you're out so you're sitting outside of that bar when you've got New York City just there it was like just having a look at the whole hubbub of New York City like cracking off and it was just yeah you kind of got lost in you kind of got lost just in watching all of New York City <laughs> cracking off yeah. <laughs> they do it every hour. <laughs> <laughs> <Every other. laughs> what I distracted you <laughs> um, yeah no it was just. Um, it's just fan- yeah, it's just fantastic, uh, fantastic sort of vibe. So, mm, yeah. Um, what else do I have from there? I had a um, lager, uh, all caps lager from Halfway Crooks Beer. It's very nice. Um, and then the yeah, the last one I had, well, the last one I've got logged on here. I think I had a couple after that, but just I think I didn't have much phone battery. Um, I had the faraway uh, Pilsner from Halfway Crooks Beer as well. So uh, yeah, I had a few lagers to finish nice. off the uh, nice. finish off the experience, but. Um, yeah, New York City, unbelievable it's great, place to, yeah, it's to great. have beers. Yeah, really is a city that never sleeps. Did did a whole lot of other of, of stuff other than drink. Obviously, we'd done a lot of the touristy stuff about three years ago. So, um, we, yeah, we kind of kept it to the stuff that we really wanted to do. You know, mm-hmm. um, we had um, my dad went to New York last year and uh, they didn't get to do a cruise uh, to past the Statue of Liberty. Um, so they go, they passed us the tickets. Uh, oh, cool. He passed us the tickets. So that was really cool to do the Liberty Cruise and go, go down, go down past the Hudson River and like, yeah, going past the Statue of Liberty, which was... Uh, nice. It was really cool. And it was just such a beautiful day. And it was just like, this is, this is November. Why is this so nice? <laughs> right, yeah. like, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, and yeah, yeah, went to the Comedy Cellar. Um, yeah, saw... So, Saw Louis C.K., which was just mental. <laughs> Completely unexpected. Um, and, yeah, no, it was, it was just an absolutely fantastic time. Um, just before I kind of wrap up my travel stuff, obviously it's been a long time since we, uh, since we last recorded. Yes, it has been. So there are, there are a few uh, beers kicking around here. Um, I kind of just wanted to touch on. I did go back to Bristol um, in August the bank holiday August, and I had some pretty cool stuff from there. Um, Kaleidoscope from Wiper and True, awesome. fantastic beer. Um, Striking Distance from Arbor Ales, absolutely fantastic beer as well. Um, 
but I want to go all the way back to just after we last recorded. Um, and uh, my annual trip to Folkestone. This is, this is how long it's been. I, I'm talking about Folkestone now. And That's yeah, mental. We, go, yeah. Yeah. we need to record more often. <laughs> I think so. It feels, yeah. like, it feels like, yeah, this is, this is just more evidence that we need, to, yeah, we need to record more. But obviously my favourite place in um, Folkestone is the beer shop in Folkestone, which is it's just absolutely magnificent. And there was another five-star beer <gasps> while I was there. And it was surprising to me because it was a Pilsner as well. Wow. Yes, and I am going to absolutely butcher the pronunciation. Oh, here we go. I look forward to this. So it was the Vinohradska uh, from Vinohradsky Pivovar. Uh, I didn't butcher that. A Czech, in fairness, I did all right. Yeah, Czech Pilsner. Um, yeah, I've just written sensational, bold taste with a lovely flavour profile. Blown me away, and it was just yeah, it was absolutely magnificent. Nice. Like probably. I would definitely say the best Pilsner I've ever had. Yeah. Like, I think it was just very ideal for the uh, for the occasion as well. Just, yeah, just a really nice day in, in the sea, on the seaside. And, uh, yeah, just absolutely Amazing. blew me away. Superb. So, yeah, that's... Well done, the beer shop. Great job. Yeah. If you're ever, if you're ever in Folkestone, you ever find yourself in Folkestone, which is a bit more uh, possibly manageable if you're in the UK than New York. <laughs> but, yeah, you ever find yourself down that part of the way, go, go to the beer shop in Folkestone. Because it is just an absolutely awesome place to go. Sweet, sweet. Um, my throat actually hurts from <laughs> speaking so much about. It's not usually me who does all the big uh, travel stuff. It's usually it usually it's is, you. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I've not gone well anywhere kind of really, really beery. I guess a couple mm. of places. Um, well, I'm going to take you to uh, to France, then to Wellingborough, oh, and then to <laughs> London, and then back to Market Harbour. It's going to be my sum up of some beers I've had. Taking um, you to France and then to Wellingborough. That's yeah. like taking you to the top of Everest and then showing you a turd, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if you don't know Wellingborough, it's a shithole. <laughs> no offence. We're, we're, we're from there, we can say. Well, we're sort of from but there. Well, their MP's Peter Bone. So if that gives you any sense yeah. of... Yep. They make bad choices. <laughs> <laughs> He's been the MP so, um, there for... Yeah, went on a went on a family family trip to France. Drove <laughs> down. <laughs> family trip family to trip Wellingborough. Wellingborough. Get down the swans again. Uh, yes, the, uh, yeah, sort of um, southern France. Uh, yeah, and I think what I just I um, didn't kind of go to any kind of brewery places or anywhere, but I think what's really good I thought I find is about French supermarkets. They just got a really good. Or seem to have just good beer shelves mm. with a really good range, and um, obviously my knowledge. I'm not quite sure of like which ones are maybe more macro to like like smaller, but um, but you can sort of you can just pick up beers that are generally pretty cheap and pretty alcoholic as yeah. well. Uh, so I just love perusing the like the I can't remember what. Um, what supermarket it was because there's a few like Carrefour it might have been a Carrefour can you give me another one no <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a Car- <laughs> there's definitely a Carrefour that I went into Sam's Breeze I hope this isn't on the quiz later right. super <laughs> um, so yeah I think there was there were some that kind of stood out um, 
there was a uh, I, I what I found is I have I've I love triples because mm. I drank quite a lot of them and um, there was one that stood out was a, a Gallard triple um, by Pierre de Gard. Is that right? You tell, tell me. us. Le Brasserie Gallard. You lost confidence hard yeah. halfway yeah, yeah, through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, anyway, that was that was fantastic. Um, just seemed like a really good example of the, the style. Um, and I'm trying to find one that I basically sort of I was in a bit of a rush, and my wife was just like. Come on, like we need to, like we need to get going. So I felt really felt under pressure, and I just grabbed a beer, um, which was like must have been a couple of euros, um, called uh, La La Bière du Dimon. Yeah. So I thought that looks interesting. I'll just pick it up and I'll go, and it ended up uh, that it was a twelve percent. <laughs> <laughs> 12% beer. So when you say you haven't had a 12% in a while. Yeah, but I didn't really... It wasn't like a 12% stout. It was like a sort of Belgian beer. And it just... It wasn't actually that great. I think it was more like... It felt like a bit of a gimmick. Like it was 12% for the sake... So they could just call it the demon. How could we call this beer a demon? We'll make it 12%. Yeah. But it was just far too strong like the strength <laughs> outstripped any sort of flavour that yeah. they had so like, actually it wasn't that great but it was just one of those where you could just pick up a 12 cent beer for a couple of euros off the shelf yeah. uh, in the supermarket which I kind of love really even <laughs> though it wasn't wasn't great yep. um, but yeah had yeah just like really enjoyed just exploring those styles a bit more um, and uh, I think I've got a couple of recommendations for this. thanks thanks for those Uh and then Wellingborough. So I'll just, you know, hop on a plane, get over to Wellingborough <laughs> Airport. Wellingborough <laughs> International. <laughs> yeah. um, Good link with the train. The only reason I'll bring it up is I had a fantastic night with a um, with friend of the show, Brent. Yes. Has he been on the podcast? He has, yes. Yeah, Brent, he's guest there. Yeah. 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 He's our um, second. No, it was he our first? He was our first, first yes. guest sales, yeah. First yeah. guest sales. Um, where I think he opened and said, I don't really like beer, I drink cider. <laughs> <laughs> or drink, drink beer. Um, but there's, there's a place in um, Wellingborough that I've never been to called the Coach and Horses. It's kind of like a... It's nice and probably outside, but you go in and it's just got like a really big and really good like cask range. And um, I just never really knew about it. I've been once, um, and I thought it was really good. Uh, so I had the Lumford Pale Ale, New Zealand Pale Ale from Thornbridge. Um, it was like tropical, bitter, just really nice. Um, Ampersand Bruco's Single Hop Series, their El Dorado. Um, five points best, uh, Fuggles Hops. Um so yeah, it sounded like a really good evening there. And it just had, there were other beers I could have, I think I actually then finished with Steady Rolling Man because I just couldn't ignore it uh, at the end of the <laughs> night. I just had to have it. So they had a good like keg range as well. Um, but it's just really nice. So if you ever find yourself in Wellingborough for whatever reason and you want after a good beer, uh, it's If you horses. find yourself in Wellingborough and you're not from Northamptonshire, I don't know what get you yourself do. a drink. <laughs> yeah, get yourself a drink. Yeah, I'll say immediately get yourself yeah. a drink. Yeah. Uh, there's, also, there's a couple of nice places. There's a place called the Old England that has a, another good cask. 
but I guess their cast range is very traditional, which isn't a bad thing. Um, but like you know, here they've got like Thornbridge, Ampersand, yeah, like quite sort of. Um, oh, I do like more, Ampersand. Ampersand. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's another little place called the I think it's called the Little Ale Shop or something like that, or the Little Ale, and it is tiny. Um, so it lives up to its name. It's a nice little, and it's it's a cool. Like me and Brent stopped there for a um, for a pint or two, and again that was just just nice welcoming atmosphere. And actually, it was a sort of evening where um, because we recorded so long ago, it's like in the summer, <laughs> um, that we could just stand. There wasn't much seating, so we yeah. could just stand outside. Yeah. Kind of on the street, just with our beer. But it was such a nice evening, even in Wellingborough. It was, it was all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so it's a nice little place. So there's actually a couple of nice places there. But yeah, Coach and Horse is just a great, great cast. I've never um, heard of the little, uh, little Ale Shop. I think it's called that. It's something like that. I don't something, know if I've got yeah. that quite right. But yeah. Um, but yeah. And then really recently, literally last week, I went to uh, London. Um, myself and my wife got away before we have our second child. Yeah, but that, we haven't even... Like, brought that up in the podcast. Just drop that bomb. Yes. That's news. There you go. There you go. Sound of the well void done. in January. Well done. Thank you. Cheers. Um, so we went to, uh, yeah, went to London. Um, main reason, yeah, to get away and we watched, went to see Hamilton, um, which was How fantastic. How is Hamilton? Like, I, yeah. He's good, thanks, yeah. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> uh, It's really, really cool show. I'm not massively into musicals, uh, but it is obviously more, um, like, it's more rap. Ooh. spoken word like hip hop kind of stuff so and this is where I feel like because I'm I am big into musicals um, and not so big on rap so I don't know like but the, in terms of like there's good yeah. like choreography around like yeah. dancing yeah. stuff like that and the way they and um, and obviously it's a lot of storytelling about you know I kind of learned a bit about American independence at the same time um, it used to be on Disney Plus it might it might still be on Disney Plus oh right okay yeah it's worth watching it's really good it's fantastic it's really good and what was quite nice was it was like Tuesday night, so it wasn't, it was busy, not overly busy. So there was like, wasn't a queue for the bar, we could get a seat at the bar. Um, so it was like, it was quite a good like experience of it as well. It wasn't just like kind of packed and rushed. Um, and it was quite nice. I think I did tweet about this, but it, I, um, they had the uh, Yonder, Yonder Brewing Salad Days, um, their IPA, which is quite nice. Cause sometimes you go to sort of, I was just, well, actually was on, they had like Innocent Gun, their IPA and lager, I think, which is a bit like meh. Uh, but it was nice to have or see a, a good brewery there and something I've not had before. So that was that was a good little bonus. Ooh. And then, um, funny enough, I'd been like looking at places nearby. So we were staying in Shoreditch, and um, we I was looking at sort of places around, and I saw one on this list on the website was the old fountain, um, and it was about a two minute walk from where we were staying uh, so I've kind of had it penciled in I'd quite like to go there and then I saw again Ma- Martin's getting some good airtime today <laughs> uh, Martin um, from was from Beer Clock Show uh, he said he was he posted a picture of him at the or at the outside of the old fountain and I was like hang on a sec I'm pretty sure that pub was the one that I just read about <laughs> and then a little tweet he said yeah definitely go there so uh, he knows his stuff, this guy. This Martin guy knows his stuff. I know, yeah. His stuff. Uh, so went there for, actually went for lunch. Um, their burgers were fantastic. Um, really nice, friendly staff there. Because um, he sort of went in like quite dead at lunchtime. But um, again, it was like a Wednesday, Wednesday lunchtime. But they still had, again, sort of got busy. 
Um, and they just had a fantastic, like, their range of beers is brilliant. They're nice, like, like blackboard, like we used to at Beer House and stuff, and just um, a great range of beers. And um, so I started off with the um, Centennial India Pale Ale from Colonel. Just had to, as soon as you see Colonel, I just went for it. Uh, that was that was lovely. And then I went back onto some cast beers. So um, Hot Purse Sonnet um, was just their blonde ale, just really super tasty. Um, really well kept, well conditioned as you expect from like a place like that. So that was brilliant. And then I was like, I kind of fancied dark beer for like, it was getting to, funny enough, I was reading um, Johnny Garrett's uh, Year in Beer. Yeah. And I was reading about like, see, obviously like seasonal drinking and it was cold out and it was like, you know, not the best, nicer days. And I thought, oh, I just fancy not my nice beer. Uh, a, a dark beer so I instead I decided to order a West Coast IPA <laughs> <laughs> it was just leaping out of me and I thought I haven't had, I haven't had a good West well I have a good West Coast um, IPAs but I haven't had one in a while and um, I just sort of thought oh I'll just go for it so I had their scene stealer um, break that 4.25 and, and tackle it was everything you want it was like that big big bitterness uh, fruity note just say yeah yeah really really good bit good yeah. to sort of finish on that so find yourself sort of Shoreditch way again the old fountain uh, like the food was good like the rest of the menu looked great um, and yeah fantastic range of beers both cask and keg and uh, I think that's some good stuff that looked like, like the candy bottles as well so um, and yeah and like I said like really friendly like the guy was there who was um, he was great and um, yeah really sort of welcoming so yeah great little place to be honest mm. um and then just to finish off i went out the other uh when was it last on friday with um some of the dads the ntt group and we uh, we always end up in beer house after our meal and we all went for um the uh it was a beer from three blind mice yeah it's a juice rocket by three blind mice and it was just I've not had anything from them. I don't know anything about Three Blind Mice. It was on cask. It was on number one on the board, funny enough. And we just all went, sounds good. We'll have a pint of that. And it was just fucking... I know it sounds stupid, it was juicy. Like, it just lived... You get beer like Juice Rocky, you think, well, it's got a... It's got a little name. Yeah. And it really did. Like, it was just this kind of... It's almost like, you know when you kind of bite into, like, a, an orange segment or something, you just get that kind of... That rush of juice rush of juice yeah. it's just like that with each mouthful it's yeah. so good and um you know we had some guys that like um one guy that doesn't really enjoy beer loads um and he just he absolutely loved it um and we yeah and i'm the biggest mistake i made was the other guys ordered it again and i was like oh i'm gonna try something different <laughs> had a like a session ipa and it was it was I felt sorry for that. It was like, well, kind of like following up Pliny, but yeah. And uh, like it was a really nice beer, sessionable, bit bitterness, bit of flavour, good session cast beer. But just fucking after you drunk a juice bomb <laughs> or juice rocket, you can't live up it's to any of that flavour. When, I was when just you like, drink something, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I should have just, I should have, I don't know why I just didn't order it again. When you've got something with that much flavour and you follow it up with something that, that, you know, it's probably a really good beer, but it hasn't got 
the flavour, like the huge flavours that the yeah. previous beer had. It, yeah, you sort of almost, as you say, almost feel sorry for the uh, yeah, yeah, for whatever follows it. Yeah, yeah. it's a real shame. Just re- just finish off. Just remembered, um, I did my last box for the Lager Club Braybrook before yes. I sacked it off properly because I was just literally just skipping month. And then I got this on. I forgot to skip the month, I'll be honest. Uh, and I got the, the last um, box. Um, two big shout-outs. Their after-work pills is just exceptional. And it does what it... Like, I generally did have it after work or after doing some <laughs> DIY. And after work, did a bit of DIY. I was like, I have the after-work pills. And it just... Exactly what you want. Easy drinking. Refreshing. Quenched, you know. Um, so good. And then... Shout out to their Schwartz beer lager they did with Dea, um, which is obviously their darker offering. Um, and that was just just superb as well. Brilliant collaboration there. So if you get the opportunity to, I think they've also done a cold IPA recently, which I haven't had yet. Um, and a couple of the co-lives with Mondo. Um, so yeah, they're doing some, again, I'm really smash out the park at the moment. Uh, and um, yeah, so it's some really good collaborations. So um it continues to go strength to strength, it seems. Yeah, so. I, need, I need to get back on that train, really. I'm really behind on my Braybrook, uh, Braybrook stuff. Um, mm. Particularly, like, I go to Round Corner every so often and I kind of keep up with what they're doing. Um, like they're, they're obviously still bringing out some absolute bangers, but, yeah, I need, I need to get back on the Braybrook train, definitely. And uh, I think their smoke beer should be due out if it's not been out already yeah. um, as well right now, so... That after work one, you tweeted about the after work one, I think, didn't you? I think and so. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah definitely got to, definitely got to get on that. Yeah. I've got, I've just got one more actually. Sorry, I just forgot because I went to um, <clears throat> this was one last week as well. I went to Martin Bros uh, Pizza in Leicester, um, which have an absolutely magnificent craft beer range. They obviously used to used to do pizzas for Two Tailed Lion, a very uh, favourite pub of ours, um, and then they got their own place at the top end of Leicester. Um, where they do like absolutely phenomenal pizza, just just unreal pizza, so good. But then also have a brilliant uh, craft line on as well. And uh, I actually um, kind of overheard them talking about their kind of way that they select their beers, and they they always want to go for the more experimental, the more different sort of beers as well. They're not really into the sort of more traditional stuff. They kind of like to push push things. So one beer that I had. Um, was actually a smoothie sour. Um, it was an eight percent. Why do I start? <laughs> wow, <laughs> expensive beer. Start with a smoothie sour. Yeah, but, but both me and Kathy had had this as well because um, Kathy's big into it. Sours as well. But um, I wanted to mention this just because of the uh, the brewery name. So they're from Poland. They're they're a contract brewery from Poland. I'm not quite sure what that means. Does know. that mean they don't have their own brewery? They another brewery brew the beer for them. Potentially, because Gypsy Bruins, when they go, they use somebody else's equipment, isn't it? I believe. I think that's the. Like term. Cuckoo Brewing. Cool. Oh, sorry, that's Cuckoo, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I don't know what that contract. You might be right. I no, think it's that. Yeah, but um, funky fluid <laughs> is what they're called. I, no, you, you can't be drinking that. <laughs> <laughs> That was the uh, that was the name of the brewery. <laughs> Funky Sounds brewery. like we're back Funky in New York fluid. watching them all cracking off. But yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had their triple gelato Nero, and um, I'm just gonna very quickly show you a picture of what it looks like. This is just somebody else's picture that they took here 
obviously this is great on a podcast. Great podcasting. Really good, yeah, so I'm going to show. Well. I'm going to show you boys what it looks like. It's oh, oh, great. Yeah. Absolutely. That looks, like a, that looks exactly like, like you'd imagine it? a smoothie sour. Yeah. To look like. Yeah. It, does, it yeah. was spot on. It was so so good. Yeah. Like yeah, it was just. Yeah, I'd be right up my alley. Everything you wanted. Everything you wanted a smoothie sour to be. Yeah, again, right up your alley. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and Kathy absolutely loved it. Like, such a such a good beer. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to briefly mention that. Yeah, yeah, worth mentioning. Uh, Ashley, <laughs> can I shock you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, I just I just logged into my Untapped. Um, remember the password. It's the wrong account. It's the wrong. It's the wrong account. So, I, I think. I think MBB MBB Ashley is is dead. Um, <laughs> oh. on, on Untapped, I'm afraid, because I, I I logged in and it was a totally different account. Oh. Um, still yours or still me? Yeah, still me. But I've got no idea why I've got a second one. Um, so, in fairness, it's it's been a weird mix. So, uh, since we last recorded. Um, I had blood tests for and, <laughs> and, and was sort of informed of the results of a suspected gluten intolerance. So that's sort of, that's that's kept me awake a little bit. But in that same time, we've also been, uh, our annual trip to Northumberland for our wedding anniversary, where I'll have had a lot of beers from Bambra and Anik and, and all those sorts of things, the kind of things that I will have talked about before. Mm. Um, but we also went for our very first trip to Cornwall. Um, so I'd never been there before, and we went to all the sort of classic places that you would expect. We went to Padstow, we went to St Ives, we went to all of those sorts of um, all those sorts of places. And you know, I'm currently wearing a cap from St Ives. CT, it's very nice. Thank St. you, Ivesbury. thank you. It's, yeah, it's one of those sort of ch- chunkier uh, brim. Is this the brim? Yeah, that's the brim. Yeah, that's the yeah. brim. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of chunky, chunky. Five panel, isn't it? Chunky. Is what it five panel? Is it five? Yeah, because it's got the three, four, yeah. five. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, makes a change for my five head. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so, yeah, St. Ives, St. Ives Brewery. Um, we had a, a, just a fantastic day in St. Ives. It sort of started with getting the bus down from the car park right at the very top. And, you know, anyone that's sort of driven into St Ives and parked at the car park at the very top. It's like the most beautiful view mm-hmm. over the whole town and into the, sort of the sea and you see some of the coves. And then you sort of get this winding bus back down into the town and stuff like that. And the, the driver absolutely made Bertie's life by letting him sit in the driver's <gasps> seat of the bus oh, and play with the steering oh, wheel. Amazing. And like, took the horn and everything. So he just absolutely made his life. Um, and then there's like this beautiful little tap room for St Ives Brewery with a little shop underneath, yeah. shops where I got the hat. And you can just sit and look out over the sea because it's up near the car park. So it's up above the town. It's kind of looking over town. Absolutely stunning place to sit and have a beer. So sat and had a couple of, of their um, sort of paler, lighter beers because it was middle of June and, you know, <clears throat> by the sea. So I'm not no, going to sit there and have a milk stout or anything but you know and, and, and just that felt like a jab I'm not it was a jab they were just fabulous drinkable local seasonal amazing beers absolutely nothing that tells you what their name was or anything like that because <laughs> I don't check things in but you know I, I think that for me was sort of that was peak that was like 
the stars aligning in terms of location, weather, beer, with mm. my family. That was just like, you know, take me back to that moment. Yeah. That sort of first sip of that beer, sitting up, looking over St Ives, beautiful blue skies, sea rolling in, like sort of crystal clear Mediterranean seas. It was just stunning. Um, so we definitely will go again. And if we go again, maybe I'll, I'll track some beers, but <laughs> probably not. <laughs> um, so you know, I, I but then, but then, like moments like that, you don't think about doing that, do no, you? Exactly. That's the, that's sort of moment you don't want to just. You know what I mean? You just. Sort I, of, I mean, you I, don't, I, I, don't, you don't. I don't think about full stop. Well, no, that's <laughs> true. But, <laughs> like, issue, but yeah, you're right. You know, it was the furthest thing from my mind in that moment was let me jot down the name and ABV of this beer because I just wanted to drink it, and then it was like, right, should we go and get some fish and chips? Should we go and get our feet wet in the sea? You know, it's it's just stuff like that. It's just sort of an amazing holiday and it's um it was it was sort of the first time that we'd been away with with both of the kids so we were just constantly shitting ourselves because you know <laughs> you sort of one-to-one ratio of, of children to parents is, yeah, is yeah. just constantly terrifying but particularly when you're sort of six hours away from home um but it was it was it was just amazing and you know seeing the two of them have so much fun with the sea and the sand and all this sort of stuff. It was, it was just one of those moments that you think, you know, I, I, I want to relive that over and over again. And actually, the beer was a massive part of it. You know, mm. it was something about that moment and and all of those things coming together. So, I'm afraid I can't give you any more detail. I, I'm, sort of, <laughs> I'm trying to paint a picture rather than giving you the facts of I what I had. I but, think that's lovely. But, you know, yeah. it's um, yeah. it's it's that kind of thing. So, that's that's about as as detailed as my beer adventures get I'm afraid I don't, I don't think, I think it's, it's something we uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's something we talk about very often is just the moments where you have beers and like as you, as you say you know those those take me back sort of moments that you have particularly when you're enjoying a beer as well I don't think it's something we've touched on very often like I could probably off the top of my head maybe pinpoint a couple of moments where I, where I felt like that and you know the beer might not even necessarily have been great but it's one of those you know but sometimes it might to... influence your your memories of that beer being better than the beer was exactly like yeah. I've got like one that springs to mind if, like just right now is that I I'm just for I went to Bel- um, sorry I went to Berlin um, to see Sam Fender with a mate and pre-gig we just literally found this almost like hole-in-the-wall, like, cafe, shop or restaurant that had, like, just serving little hot dogs and some beers you'd never heard of, didn't know about whether they're any good or not. Yeah. But in that moment, it was like that all the excitement of about to see a gig and with my best mate, we're having actually... Re- it was actually one of those, like, there was a queue to get this food. It was, even though it was a small, like, really small hole-in-the-wall type thing... And uh, the food is great. The beer, never had it before. I, I couldn't <laughs> tell you now, actually, if it was any good. Yeah. But my memory of it was, it was good because it was just this, like, kind of, I don't know, in that moment, it was just, like, a nice, like, nice thing that I was, like, we were doing. Just, like, that kind well, of, all that but, excitement. But, stuff, but like I do I said. think, I, I think there's something about, you know, untapped. Untapped is, is, is a sort of factual, encyclopedic record of, Things I've had and how good I thought it was. Yeah. But I, I, I do think it has value as a prompt for, oh my God, that was the day that 
that or yeah. you know yeah. oh, I remember because we were sitting in that bar and and that thing happened or but that's what yeah, I was doing uh, looking back through yeah just so kind I think of reminiscing it, about I, holiday, you know yeah. I, I do think there there's 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 value in actually I I didn't log it in because I was living in that moment I didn't I didn't log it in because I don't give a fuck about logging it in yeah. I mean, it's sort of where I come from but yeah yeah you know I, but I, I do think there is something you know it's the same as like scrapbooking or or you know making a photo album or, or something it's yeah. it's sort of a catalogue not just of yes here is a chronological list of beers that I've had but there is something about you know a nudge of well where were we when I had that beer and, and what were we doing and what did we do that night and mm. what, what did we go for where did we go for dinner you know those kind of things I think it does it does serve as a a record you know i think it has value for that so um... I, I think the one that sticks out for me it's it's funny because the <clears throat> kind of the one that sticks out for me is like the weekend that we did indie man and you know we logged we logged a lot of beers mm. that weekend because obviously we were at the we were at the festival and everything but just thinking back to one i don't think i logged and you know now especially thinking about it since it now sadly is no longer a place think about to beer novo Mm. Um, you know, under the railway arches, and just just take me back to whatever beer we were having. We were having some big, monstrous beers that night. I remember, yeah. It, yeah. yeah. But just just take me back to us three playing table football. <laughs> yeah, like getting, exactly. getting very shouty around the table football, but just yeah. having an absolutely awesome time. And like, I couldn't I couldn't tell you what what beers we were having from them. No. I just know we were there. And we were having just an excellent time. It was, it was just such a just a brilliant night. Yeah. And yeah, I think that kind of those sort of moments, as you say, just enhance. And a lot of know, beer places, not necessarily give you that. the beer, but just yeah, just the, the kind of experience of, of yeah. having beer. So yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. That's that's that the one that well. springs yeah. yeah springs instantly to mind. I think yeah. so, and you know that that and and Crimbo Crawl as well. I think is um, mm. is is another of those things. That, it's you funny know. you mention that uh, Ashley because um, I was going to ask you what, <laughs> what the last beer you checked in was. Or when you thought it was. Was it Crimbo Crawl? Was it in Cafe Bimar? No. It was right at the start of the day. <laughs> was it Pint? Pint. Yeah. <laughs> pint. 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 Yeah. But yeah, I think, I think we all gave up on checking in by but the end of that. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Because, you know, it, it's, it's impossible to say whether the the beer enhances the moment or the moment enhances the beer or whether it's actually yeah. the two of them combined. You know, if you had a, a a dramatically shit beer, you're still going to remember that it was dramatically shit. If you had a dramatically shit night, doesn't matter how good the beer is, you're still going to think, oh, that's the fucking night that I got punched and got my wallet nicked and yeah, it's yeah. Like the worst yeah. night of my life. <laughs> so, um, you know, it you, you sort of need both. And I think Crimbo Crawl is sort of that perfect perfect marriage I think of mm. you know it was a whole day crafted around we're going to go to places where they do fucking brilliant beer with people who know loads about brilliant beer but also are just great people that we had a real laugh with yeah. there's something about that whole day that was like every beer we had was brilliant every person we met was interesting and new and, and funny um, and so the whole thing just became a, a, a a truly memorable day. I couldn't tell you what beer I was having when Mark Johnson said, fucking men beer haven badly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like told us it's Gooseberry Bush story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could do it, but 
yeah, you know, those moments really just stick out as... Yeah, they do. Yeah. We're about to have another moment that's going to stick out. <laughs> yes, I thought, yeah. Because the, um... Maybe, the, maybe I was know, subconsciously delaying this, I don't know. But um, uh, is, the, is the poll finished? Is the hour the, up? Yeah, yeah, it was well up. Um, How many see votes? 12 votes, we, which votes is probably more than expected. Um, I think that's more votes than what we got for our uh, NFL draft. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, yeah. <laughs> which uh, I think you won in the end, Tom, by the way. We haven't Super actually... Cheers, everyone. Thank you. End. It was the best board, so... Uh, yes... 83%, no, 17%. So it looks like we're having So it. I feel, I feel like this is, this is a moment, and I'm so pleased that I'm I'm sorry to it. the 17% of you who are probably trying to look out for us. Okay, this isn't going to go well, um, I don't think. It might be it 2011, might be great. I bought this beer. So it might be great. Just to, just put, we have all had delirium around here. Yes. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's just so live in a world we know where this we, is great. know what it tastes like. Let's live in this a world. This was 8.5%. Let's choose to live in a world where 11 years is exactly the right amount of time Imagine if it's just like Dust. absolutely fine. <laughs> oh, <don't>, yeah. <laughs> the bottle just crumbles. Imagine if, yeah, imagine if there's absolutely no difference to it. It's a bit of life to it still, isn't there? Yeah, Lovely old that. dog yet. It's a dog that was an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, as good a time as any, actually, to say that uh, in January I will, be, I will be going over to Belgium. Um, oh, yeah, so you trust as well. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, for my birthday week. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, so we're going over to Antwerp. Uh, oh, Belgium, cool. Like, which is, I, I, I think I was looking at like what the best cities are in terms of beer in, in Belgium and uh, Antwerp was coming up a lot. So uh, yeah, I'll be heading over there for, for my birthday. So I'm very excited for that. To nice. head over there finally. Wow. So boy, well, if I make it through this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of. Um, There's a lot. I think. Mean, did I just put the last bit in mine? Because mine no, is. No, no. If you want to, no, we, we all got it. Yeah, we all I got think it. You, we all got a bit of the uh, the, the sediment. So yeah. uh, nice one. This is bit yeah. of texture. This is, this is gonna be interesting. Do you want a sieve? <laughs> <laughs> you got the bulk of it. You got a knife and fork. I'm you got the bulk of it. Fucking hell! Well, cheers, right, boys. Cheers to our potentially last beer we ever have. I hope there's no glue Whoa, in this. Hey, ah, that boozy hit is uh, is strong on the nose. That's... It's, it's, it's giving me something. It's giving me something. <laughs> I don't, I don't, know, what don't know what it is. But... I don't know what, no, it's definitely giving me... Uh, as long as it's not giving you like, it's a rash sweet. or something. It's sweet. It's... For me, yeah, it's not it's super sweet, boozy. Yeah. It's no. kind of sweet apple... I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of... Apple is a good shout. Sweet apple sort of yeah. sharpness. I, I get the apple. I just feel like there's a there is still a, quite a... Big sense there's of a, there's a note of something ominous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it Maybe feels... the apple is gone right. off. Cyanide. Here, <laughs> here, we, here we go then. Let's let's sip and just see. I mean, it doesn't <laughs> taste too. It doesn't taste too bad. No. I feel like. I feel like you know that it's lost just know... some of it. It feels oh. like it's lost some of its flavour. It, it feels the, like the nose is bigger than the taste. Yeah, big yeah. time. Yeah, I just can't get past it. It's how old it is, so I think that's like I'm worried. I'm worried about taking a big gulp. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> we could just say this is for experimental reasons. You know, m- maybe we're doing this to to ward people off from doing. But it's really bizarre, we will be it? the idiots that it's, do it. It's really bizarre that the the nose is <laughs> so big. The nose is so big, but the the taste is. It's, 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 it's something uh, hit you a, wrong there. Or? Oh, it was just like... 
it's taken me back to probably when I, like, I remember when I, you know, when you first have, like, a Belgian beer and you just get that kind of, you're not used to that funkiness mm. and you sort of get that. Yeah. It makes you kind of, your face scrunch and you sort of shiver a bit and go, oh, like, I've just got that. I don't know whether that's just because it's... You know, you know in cartoons when uh, you just get a, like, a swarm of bees uh, like appear? That's what the bottom of my glass looks like yeah. right now. <laughs> there's a lot of sediment. There's, there's a lot of sediment. You know, if you... Tom, you're going to need to give yours about three or four hours <laughs> to settle there. Yeah. Look at that. Look that's at that. Dark. That's <laughs> dark. That's dark. There's a dark sediment. I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I've, I've done pretty well on mine because I've got very little in mine. Yeah. So I'm not chewing on anything. I, I actually... To me, I actually think it's very pleasant. It's, it's not too it's bad. Not it's, too bad. It's, it's very... Um, I do, I do feel like it's lost. It, it's you very can tell it's lost something, and I think it's kind of impacted in that way. I think I'd be slightly. Can I have a bit of your clearer bit and just mm. see if it's any different? Yeah, I don't want to say I'd be slightly disappointed if I if I had this as a regular sort of Belgian Belgian beer, but I don't think I would be. No, I, it's it's okay. It's thing we know what delirium tastes like normally, so we just it's um. I, I think it's nice. I, you know, I think that the the, the predominant flavour is that sort of funk. But yeah. I think it's. Mm. Um, I, I still think on on the end there's a there's that sort of what's the what's the liqueur that I'm thinking of the the apple one. Uh, apple liqueur. Um, what am I thinking of? Anyway, right. it doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> it's. Um, it's that one. I'm going to have to Google it. Mm. Sorry, what was it called? It's the, like app, apple, the apple liqueur. Like an apple yeah. spirit. Um, it's like an apple brandy. Uh, fuck's sake. Calvados is what I'm thinking. I've never um, got that. No, neither would I. There's, to me, there's something of that. There's a, that kind of, there's like a sweet apple note with a little bit of spirity warmth. Um, alongside that Belgian yeah, it's funk. Yeah, definitely so spirity. I, it's definitely I like boozy. I, I, I think it's really, really pleasant. I think it's, um, again, you know, like we said at the very beginning, yes, a fresh bottle and, uh, a fresh bottle to go alongside it would have been a, a, a very interesting comparison. But I, I think the flavour of this is is subtle. I think it's, um, it's, it's still giving you what you would expect from a Belgian beer. Again, I think like with the even more Jesus, first hit was kind of, oh, it's strong. Second, third, fourth, fifth. I'm not getting that. I think it's it's allowing flavours to develop. So I'm very much enjoying it. And I don't feel like I'm losing consciousness <laughs> or, or my sight. I'm enjoying it, but I'm I'm well aware that I think I'm well aware that there's more flavour to be had from it, and obviously, it's it's gonna it's bound to a lot. Like, what do we say? Twenty eleven, you all that? So yeah, eleven years. Twenty eleven. Like, obviously, it's gonna have lost something to it. But yeah, I mean, it's pleasant enough. Yeah, like, I think it's it's still got that strength. It's still got that kind of like it's kind of like a honey sweetness. Mm. Um, yep. and it's got that Belgian-y flavour no one can explain <laughs> what it is apart from belgian um, and yeah like say sort of I don't know I don't know yeah I feel like maybe it's lost something maybe 
mid-carbonation might warn them, but it didn't come out too bad. There was a slight hiss on the bottle mm -hmm. as I opened it. Because um, the bottle itself is obviously... Uh, that's... Hang on. I'm nearly going to get... I'm going to get this wrong. <laughs> opaque is... Yep. Is that the opposite to what this is? No, it is opaque. Oh, great. Right, okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, it is opaque. So that really helped me saw it. Because obviously was I would have... Was it when you bought it? <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah, just a thick layer yeah, of dust. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost over 11 years. Um, but I feel like actually, really, it would have been stored okay. Yeah, it's been So kept, I don't think I would have cool, taken I wouldn't have taken it to uni. I would have just probably kept it at home. So it would have been stored right. And then yep. wherever I've kept it, I've kept it in a cupboard. And like I said, it's opaque. So there's been no sunlight. It's just a shame there's so much sediment. Um, I think that's what's kind of put me off a bit. Yes. I think it's more actually how it how it looks is what's put me off than the actual flavours of it. Yeah. Um but I think it stood up well to be fair for So so I think the the lesson is if you've bought if you bought a bottle of Tremens today and you're thinking I'm gonna have this in twenty thirty three. Don't. Do it. <laughs> but but leave about ten percent of it. Yes, in the yeah. yeah, or get very fancy. Prepare yourself. Get, for, very fancy. Yeah. get yourself a muslin. Get yourself a muslin. <laughs> <laughs> Do all those filter coffee. Just drip, yeah. drip through. <laughs> yeah, prepare yourself for some. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's Big. not not terrible. Not and uh, yeah, no. I liked it. You have to I, get uh, the. I liked it. I mean, it's been a long time since I had um, tremens, so I, I'm yeah. struggling to. I'm struggling to sort of recollect. Um, I've had it to, to form a comparison relatively recently, like. Still a few months, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a lot. So um, this is actually going to be sort of a new segment on the show, isn't it? Aged beers. Yeah, we're we're going to try and uh, yeah do do it as more of a regular thing. We don't have a great deal, but I think uh, we've got enough to keep enough us to keep no, us going no, for, for, a, for a few seconds. Yeah. Right, I mean, so we've got enough to keep us going for the next three years. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, By the time we do, yeah, by the time we do the next episode, all of our beers will be aged. So it's yeah, fine. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we still have we still have another yellow belly uh, kicking around. Yeah, that we yeah. still we yeah we decided not to do tonight because we did two yellow bellies on the last episode. We did. Yeah, I've still got the atom beer, but I mean we're saving that for another yeah another eight years or so. That's being saved for. I do have I do have a beer that has. I've been kicking around for a good while now. I would like to keep it a little bit longer, but I think I've had it for about three or four years. Um, but it can it can kick around until about twenty fifty. I think is the uh, the expiration on it. So yeah, I might leave that one for a little bit longer. I've got nice. um, I've got that twisted barrel. I've got a twisted barrel ch cherry MP. Mm. Or plum in peach. Why did that not come up in discussions tonight? Yeah, where did that? Where's that? Where's that suddenly come from? I told you about it the last time we recorded. But where? Six where's months it ago. Cupboard? It's in the cupboard. What's it's tonight? Why did that not come out of the cupboard? Bring it out of the cupboard. Oh, I, uh, I tell you, you you know the other one that I've inadvertently aged. <laughs> Do you remember the other one? No. I'm trying to remember the other one. Well, we got the. I mean, there's the one. So I do have another uh, twenty eleven. Belgian bit, which is a florist phrase. Um, I'm, I'm scared to have that. Fruit, it's a fruit <laughs> beer. It's a fruit beer based in wheat beer. And I think I would, I reckon chunks of fucking fruit are going to come out of it. 
Um, An entire fucking berry. It was 3.6%. So, um, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know what this would be like. Mm. I might just keep that now unopened. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I mean, that's only 3.6. Yeah. Right? Novelty to open that delirium, yeah. I guess. I, I don't think that's going to take... I mean, the, the thing is, this had a big ABV to begin with. And yes. I, th- I think because of that, it's helped it not maintain all the flavour, but maintain some, mm. some flavour. I think an 11-year-old 3.6 beer, that is just going to be very, that's very not flat. Hold up. I, yeah, I, I don't think that's going to hold up very well at all. No. Um, so, yeah. No. I mean, well, he's still digging around the cupboard here. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's, live, live. He's going into the, the deep cuts oh, of his. Got, uh, a, um, got a lefe. He's got a lefe. Yeah. There you How go. How long you had that for? Twenty eleven. <laughs> that must be. A f- must be a few years. That'd be a few years old. So we've got yeah. Oh Christ! He's still got the fuck. Yeah. Still got the Satsuki oh, Sour. Oh, fucking hell. Got the Mad Hatter's yeah, Satsuki Sour. That can't taste good. I don't now, think that. Sure. I don't know. No, that. that is not drinkable. Never open that. That's no. not drinkable. Never but I don't that. think you should open that. I've because absolutely I got that for posterity. Yeah, 100%. Because that yeah. was the first properly weird thing we ever had. And obviously with yeah. Mad Hatter, no, sadly no longer. Yeah. yeah. No longer brewed. Well, we'll have the Twisted Barrel next time then. Yeah. yeah, I don't know where it is, but yeah. Oh, course. <laughs> cool, cool, but, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. No, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I'm just admiring the tzatziki sour now. I thought I'd just... found it, but it was, um, it was a bottle of boxes. Others have done, I've tried to replicate, haven't they? Or done their own tzatziki sour. But, but is, is, no, the there's no, of, nothing like the OG. Was it not the brewer of Mad Harry's gone to another place and done it? Or is it know. just like... I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't really know, but yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, not, a, that's not a drinkable liquid. Made using Greek yogurt to sour with added cucumber and mint soaked in uzu. Uzo, uzo, uzo. 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 Yeah. Just, oh, what a beer that was. It was great. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's, you know, that, that's a podcast favourite. That's a memory is. rather than a... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, that's not going to be consumable. That is going to be home. But no, I'll find, I'll find that, um, that twisted barrel because that's... Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah be nice in this. I don't think I can finish this just because I've got uh, to the yeah, point now I'm where struggling it's with mine. literally... Um, but we got a lot of sediment, didn't we? So yeah. I mean, that's what's, yeah. Like I said, that's what's kind of put me off. You've, you've it. got a sort of... I can get you a straw Look if you want. <laughs> oh my God. I, I, you know, you've got a kind of loose I'm, leaf tea. Mm, yeah. I, I got quite lucky in that I, I kind of got a beer. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I might need a spoon for mine. Jesus, yeah. But yeah. Well then, I, th- I think that about does it. For this episode of Men Behaving Badly. Um, under two hours, which is pretty good for us. Yep. Yeah. Not too bad at yeah, all. Well done. Um, so, as always, I would like to thank Tom. Thank you all ever so much. And thank you, Ashley. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Cheers. 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 Cheers.